Hello, Mighty Men of God, Joe Martin here, man builder, award-winning speaker, author, and Tanya's husband and Kendall and Faith's dad. Welcome to the Real Men Connect podcast, where we help good men become great men God's way. Every Wednesday, we interview some of the nation's most respected and accomplished men of faith to find out what it really takes to become the kind of husband, father, and spiritual leader God called and created us to be. Today is the Real Men Check-In. The Real Men Check-In is just a quick way to help you start your week on the right foot in the right way. Every Monday, I share personal insights, encouragement, and support that will move you beyond church to real change. I keep it short, I make it fun, and then I'm done. So let's get started. Real men are never lonely. That's it. <laughs> Nothing fancy today. No play on words. Just simple and straight to the point. Now, let me ask you a few questions. Are you single? Do you desire to be married? Now, if you do, are you a little worried you may not ever find the right woman? Are you afraid that if you don't find the right woman, you might end up all alone? Now, okay, now let me ask you this. Are you married? Are you miserable? Are you afraid you may have chosen the wrong person to marry? And are you concerned that although you might be married, you may still end up being alone? Now, if you don't fit into either one of these two categories, don't skip this episode because I still believe this Real Men Check-In will bless you. Because in actuality, neither one of these scenarios has anything to do with marriage and relationships, but rather a state of being. And I just chose these two scenarios because they're both on the extreme ends of the spectrum when it comes to the topic of loneliness. Now, Webster Dictionary defines lonely as being affected with, characterized by, or causing a depressing feeling of being alone. Now, another version describes it as lone, solitary, without company, and companionless. Ouch. <laughs> now, I don't care which definition resonates with you, but to me, both of them are depressing. But I want to read something that Jesus said in John 14, particularly in verses 16 through 20. Jesus said, and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. Now, verse 20 to me is so powerful. Let me read it to you again. He says, on that day, you will know that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. Wow. Jesus was talking about the Holy Spirit, our advocate, our comforter. When we read those words, we automatically think Jesus was making that promise to all of us. But if you read closer, he wasn't. Listen to what Jesus says immediately in verse 21. He says, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas, who would betray him, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? And Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So as you can see, this promise Jesus made wasn't for everyone and it wasn't just for the disciples, 
but rather for anyone who will believe in him and obey his teachings. Jesus said our obedience will prove our love for him, not his love for us. See, this is key. God already loves us, and he already proved that beyond a shadow of a doubt by allowing his son Jesus Christ to die for us, even while we were still sinners. But my point of sharing this with you wasn't to talk about our salvation through Jesus Christ, but rather about our life after we believe and receive Jesus Christ. See, Jesus didn't just come to save and redeem us, which would have been enough, but rather to empower us and help us by adopting us into his family, living inside of us, and leading us into a deeper relationship with him as we grow into maturity in him. In other words, we don't have to perform or do to have a closer relationship with Christ. We just have to believe and accept his invitation through the Holy Spirit to reside in us so he can transform us from the inside out. Salvation is a gift, and once we receive this priceless gift, our natural response should be gratitude through obedience, which proves our love for him. Now, Jesus says this three times in one short chapter, which tells me it's something he wanted us to remember. But all of this is set up by what Jesus says in verse 18, which is the point of this real men check-in this week. Jesus said in verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And not just be with us as he was with the disciples, but wait for it. He said to live in us. Man, are you kidding me? <laughs> you can't get any closer than that. That means that even if I'm single, separated, married, divorced, widowed, or even wandering, I'm never alone. See, Jesus didn't just defeat death on the cross. He defeated loneliness once and for all in our hearts. Man, I hope you can get this in your spirit. See, as we approach the holidays, we're talking about Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. It's during this time of the year when the suicide rate is at its highest. And social media doesn't even help as people post their highlight reels of their perfect families, huge family gatherings, expensive Christmas gifts, marriage proposals, and fun parties. It's easy for someone who hasn't experienced those things to feel lonely. Like they're on the outside looking in, coveting what others have, feeling depressed about what you don't have, or what you've lost or think you'll never have. And for some, that loss could be a close family member, a parent, wife, or even a child. But I love Jesus' words because he reminds us we're not alone. The Holy Spirit resides in us. He's our advocate. He's our comforter. He's our hope, our teacher, and our friend. And God doesn't want us to isolate ourselves from the world just because we're alone. Now, ironically, it's when we're alone that he wants us to share our joy the most with others. And trust me, most won't understand it. I remember after my divorce, after a 16-year marriage, I had to endure my first Christmas without my son, who was about nine years old at the time. And I was alone, living in a big house, and no family living in the immediate area. But I wasn't even feeling a bit lonely. But my sister and my brother didn't know that, so they invited me to visit them in Miami so I could celebrate Christmas with them and their families. Now, of course, I agreed, which they told me later that they were surprised, and I drove down to Miami. Now, on the day of Christmas, my family confessed to me that they were really concerned about me during the holidays because they knew I was going to be alone without my son, and they were afraid that I would get depressed. But they said that they were shocked, not only because I agreed to come because they thought me being around their families would probably be too much for me, but they say they were even more surprised because I seemed to be happier and having more fun on Christmas than everyone else, including my niece and nephew. Now, what they didn't know is that the reason why I was so happy was because I had the joy of the Lord in my spirit. And God reminded me not about what I didn't have and what I lost during the divorce, but rather about what I still had. And he reminded me that as long as Jesus lives inside me, that even when I'm alone, I'm only lonely if I choose to be. So I'm encouraging you this week as we go into the holidays 
to live in love like you're in Christ, not separated from him, because he will always choose to abide with those who choose to obey him. So I want you to live, love, and respond to others like you know who your daddy is. <laughs> because remember, real men may be alone, but they're never lonely. So stay in his grip. So that's the Real Men Check-In for this week. I hope that it blessed you. And if you found it helpful, please share this episode with other men who you may be mentoring or discipling during this time of the season. And make sure to check out our regular weekly episodes and interviews on Wednesdays. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, please visit our website at realmenconnect.com and join our growing community of real men. We also have a couple of free gifts waiting just for you. Now, Real Men Connect is a listener-supported podcast, and we're now the number one radio podcast on iTunes for Christian men. So if this podcast has blessed you in any way and you'd like to help us continue to bless and transform the lives of even more husbands, fathers, sons, and leaders, please prayerfully consider financially supporting this ministry. Just go to realmenconnect.com and click on the donate button. And may God bless your faithful giving. And guys, you know, I love sharing podcast reviews that people leave on iTunes for us. And guys, you know, we're not only on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, TuneIn, um, Google Play. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing some iHeartRadio. But guys, I love, we get most of our reviews on iTunes and I love sharing those reviews with you. And guys, I want to share this one that I, I received recently. And this one came from, what's this guy's name? His his handle is DougDale92. All right. And he writes, I listen to almost a dozen of the podcasts and I love the variety of topics and the spiritual depth and approach that Dr. Joe takes with his guests. I will be working through more of these episodes and recommending the podcast to my sons and friends. Keep up the great work. And thank you, Doug Dell 92 for leaving that um, review. I really appreciate it. And, and all these reviews um, bless me so much because that reminds me that somebody is actually listening to our podcast. So guys, I encourage you to continue writing us, emailing us, leaving reviews and everything just to let me know that you're out there listening. And if I haven't told you enough, thank you again for listening because without you, there would be no Real Men Connect. So keep on downloading, subscribing and reviewing and sharing us with the world. So until next time, I'm Joe Martin with RealMenConnect.com reminding you that we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. So each and every day, choose to be the man God called and created you to be because a male is a terrible thing to waste. So until next time, stay strong, stay blessed, and as always, stay in God's grip. Thank you for listening to the Real Men Connect podcast with Dr. Joe Martin. Real Men Connect isn't just a podcast. It's a mission, ministry, and movement to help good men become the great men God called and created us to be. And the best is yet to come. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us to build the podcast and to reach, teach, and impact more men, all for the glory of God. And make sure you check out realmenconnect.com to get our free tools and resources to help you go from good man to great man God's way. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.